What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Racing Stripes podcast. Look, I remember this time. <laughs> yeah, Yay! This is, Good job. You've clearly a great been practicing for the entire episode, last month. Episode two. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I've been, been practicing uh, in front of the mirror saying Racing Stripes <laughs> podcast, trying not to say uh, Racing Papes podcast and other <laughs> such mess ups. Or just completely forgetting like last time. <laughs> yeah, that too. We've got uh, Lucas Milby, my son. Hello. We've got Reagan Milby. What's up? My daughter. And we have Dave. Myself. <laughs> Welcome myself. Me, myself, and I. That's good. We had plans to do an episode earlier, and we were going to talk about um, what we've been doing with lemons and kind of recapping our career because it was going to be slow news. But then we took a month and a half to record, and now there's a crap ton of news. Yeah. <laughs> there's mm-hmm. more stuff to talk about than we can even imagine. Um, so we're skipping that. We'll save that for a later day. And um, we actually have a special guest with us today that we are going to be interviewing, too. Yeah, real special. Very special. Extra special. That person was in the last show. Hey, look, she can still be special. Yeah. You just gave it away who it is. Yeah, not you. <laughs> you said she. She's the only girl in the oh, show. Oh, so just because she's a girl, she's special? Oh, Lucas. No, it's because she been... was in the last show. So All right. she isn't that to, very special. We need to introduce our special guest. We already did. Racing megastar Reagan Milby. Racing Hello. Reagan. Racing Reagan. <laughs> it's like the racing pigs. <laughs> Ra- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Zuckerman's. Uh, Reagan has officially got her first real race car. Yep. This has all transpired in less than a month, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. it has. It kind of went from zero to 60. We dove headed in, into the deep end. Reagan, why don't you give us the breakdown of what's going on, what your plans are, and how you're going to take over the racing world. So, I am just getting into quarter midget racing, and um, we had just bought all of our stuff, and we have gone to a practice, um to test out just the track and everything. Yep. And um, next. Where are you going to be racing? Um, I forgot. <laughs> Atlanta? <laughs> the, it's the it's metro, metro Atlanta Quarter okay. Midget. Yeah, Metro Atlanta Quarter Midget. And that's the it's one right across track. from yeah, Road Atlanta. In, in yeah. Braselton, yeah. right directly across the street from Road Atlanta. That's amazing. Yeah. So, well, why don't you tell and share just a real quick story about how it happened? How did all that come about in less than a month? So, we had gone to a Cordial uh, Speed Fest race, and we met this guy, and um, his name is J.L. Tolis. Mm-hmm. And we had started talking to him. Then he, we were just talking about how I wanted to get into racing, and he suggested quarter midget racing and he decided to let us loan his quarter midget car then we met with one of our friends jim jim chancy to get the car Mm -hmm. and then we started buying all of our stuff (laughs) we or your dad yeah (laughs) i'm broke (laughs) i'm broke 
Like yeah, so what happened was we were actually, like Reagan was saying, we were down at um, the the Cordial Speedway with Jimmy Chancy. One watermelon the Speedway. Yeah, Watermelon <laughs> Capital Speedway. Because um, he, he actually sponsors one of the, the, uh, the late model cars. And anyways, so we were down there and, you know, we were walking around. We found the car that he's a co-sponsor and co-owner of. And we're talking to JL Tullis and, you know, we're telling, was telling him that, you know, we were friends with Jimmy Chancey and he was like, well, man, if you're friends with Jimmy Chancey, you're a friend of mine. And, um, he was really sweet, very gracious. And we were just talking about racing cause it was his son that actually drives the car, Christopher Tullis. And, um, you know, he was giving us the, the lowdown of the car and, you know, the history of the family and racing. And he brought us into their trailer and, you know, wanted to give us a shirt and everything. And then we started talking about Reagan wanting to get into racing. And that's when he, he made the, the offer for Reagan to actually use his car, his son's cart, which was extremely generous because they're, they're not cheap to get into. I think it. you were texting yeah. me while you were there and you were like, yeah. this is, this is fate. It's amazing. <laughs> and so from there we you know we just started he gave us you know some names and numbers of people to to talk to at the track and um we got a hold of the president up there and um we he came and met us up there and allowed us to use his cart to do an arrive and drive so reagan got to put in about 100 laps or so um which isn't saying much apparently they're like what seven second laps yeah it's on a 120th um Oval track. So I, David yeah. was asking me if we could maybe practice at Shane Gotwalls and uh, they do because his parking lot, that's where we keep our lemons car and the parking lot's pretty sizable. Wait a minute, lemons car? Lemons. That's not a lemons car, it's our a champ Lamar's car. Lamar's car. No, no, it's a champ car. <laughs> sure, champ car. Anyway, apparently the track has got a hundred foot straightaways, yeah. which isn't very long, and then a 50 foot diameter or radius turn and another 100 feet and then another 50 foot down yeah. so it's it's just kind of a long oval um yep. that i could probably run around in about 15 seconds i don't know <laughs> but uh but yeah, it's intense. So we're, we're really excited so we now have a cart that we're we're loaning mm-hmm. um, temporarily until we can figure out if reagan really is committed to this but in the meantime i had to buy all the the gear and accessories that goes along yeah. with it. Well, the race suit and the investments and, yeah the investment you didn't buy anything you invested in yeah stuff. yeah you're investing so in you your can daughter. buy it back from me yeah. when your kids are ready the question yeah. is how come luke doesn't want to try it mm-hmm. he's a scary guy no i'm just i don't know about well it. listen every good oh. race team needs a a driver Right and, and a good what? cheerleader. And I mean, <laughs> no. race engineer. Come here. Come, here. Come here! I'll give you a black eye. Yeah, no. Luke, Luke is the the brains behind the operation. He's going to be our crew chief. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's going to build me a race. He's a chess master. He'd be like, "Come on in. We got a pit. You got a fuel. You're going to run out." Of- oh wait, there's no refueling in these races. <laughs> Luke yeah. will be the the water boy. What? Bears. Yeah, we're we're super excited. Um, we're going to try to get up there either in the next week or two and, and actually do some, some track time in her car. car. Yeah. With the throttle connected. Yeah. With the throttle connected (laughs) and, uh, see if we can't, you know, put in some good lap times and then we're going to have to actually, there's, there's a training program you have to go through, uh, in order to, to actually 
be allowed to race. Yeah. And the first step is what they call red rookie, where there's a restrictor plate um, that's red and it's the most limited. And then once you've, you know, they they deem that you're ready to move up into the next one, it's the blue rookie. And then from there, with her age and weight, um, she'll have to jump actually up into senior Honda. She skips junior Honda. So that you guys quite are official, you're official USAC members now, right? Yes, we, yep. yeah, we had to join USAC. Take pictures, right? Didn't you have to take a picture of yourself? Well, yeah, for my membership card, my ID. Are they going to mail you that? Though actually, now they, they do a retina scan. Whoa, fancy. <laughs> no. I don't believe it. So. Well, Reagan, we are all super proud and really yeah. looking forward to cheering you on. And another month and a half when we do another show, we'll have you know some actual track time and some racing, hopefully. Under yeah. Our you need to start Reagan's racing YouTube channel <laughs> and posting updates. And yeah. Well, her nickname was already Corvette Girl. Corvette Girl. Oh gosh. Right? What's your? Is that your? Uh, That's what people call Instagram me at school handle? sometimes. Yeah. No, no, I changed it. Why? That's such a good nickname. What is it now? Probably just Ray Ray something. Oh, like Corvette Girl. Yeah. All right. So I have something we'll to have... include. Okay. What's, what's that? that? Um, when um me and Reagan, what we really want to do is for that, your careers. Yes. Um, we really want to restart Lotus in F1, which we've both talked about a little. Wow. That would that would make me the most proud person in the entire world. <laughs> yeah. I would I Also would it's not likely it. to happen. Well, no. not while you're in the United States. You need to move to Hethel, England. <laughs> and certainly not yeah. with that attitude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to my free lotus. <laughs> Because we're skipping all the lemon stuff, we were going to dive into the F1 news. And IndyCar as well. Last, last episode, we were all talking about, basically everybody was like, the most exciting thing is the new cars being revealed. Mm-hmm. So has everybody had a chance to look at the new cars? Yes. Somewhat. First of all, the weirdest car is the Ferrari. What's oh, so, what's those what weird dips. About? Those weird Everybody's dips. saying how amazing it looks. It yeah. Looks like it-, it also has the fastest time. No, it, no, no, it doesn't. It actually. did on the second day. Okay. <laughs> it did on the second day. Not Tell us what you day. think about the Ferrari. What does it look like? Um, first of all, it's super red, like always. Yeah, so original. <laughs> um, they actually went on a deeper red. Oh, thank you. Bringing that female perspective. <laughs> <laughs> what what dips were you talking about? What? Um, the dips in the side pod. The donut. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like someone pressed it down and <laughs> made a big divot in the whole thing. Well, from everything that Leclerc and Signs are saying, they're super stoked about it. Well, what are they um, going to say? Well, they could be nonchalant. They could be, we don't know. Yeah. But they're posting, hey, we're on fire. We're trying really to remember about this thing. They sure are on fire. I'm they're trying to red remember. fire. <laughs> there was an F1 racer. You're not, there's this... Basically, an, an unsaid mm-hmm. rule that you're not supposed to insult your Ferrari. At least back in the 90s and the 80s, like, uh, I remember... You don't have to insult it. Nicky Lauda just... came on and he was like, oh, this thing handles like a truck. Or Prost, or I, I don't remember who said it. That but would be Prost, probably. Yeah, it, it was somebody. And um, somebody got fired for insulting the Ferrari. So 
I don't um, I don't trust those signs in Leclerc boys. They Oh come on. They're paid. Bought and paid for. Yeah, but they're fired up about this one. Yeah. yeah. You didn't have that same sort of excitement and last, energy last around uh the, the twenty twenty car. Uh -huh. Yeah. What do you guys think about the uh that beautiful red, white and blue uh Haas? You mean the all white livery? <laughs> <laughs> all white? Look, why would it all be white? Look, why is that car going to be all white? Because of stupid Russia. That's right. Stupid Russia. No, it's not stupid Russia. It's stupid Putin. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Clear. Stupid Putin. We love the Russians. Yeah. Russia. We That's right. hate the Putin. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's actually a little bit of a somber point to even yeah. have to talk Putin about. Putin sounds like Putin. That's right. It does. Um, I took off the stripes. I don't know if you guys have realized this, but Mazepin, their driver, there's a couple interesting things. Mazepin, Dimitri's dad, right, uh, went and held a meeting on Thursday, the day of the invasion, with Putin, where he basically asked everybody to swear allegiance because a bunch of people were protesting. And so that's nice. And uh, Nikita Mazepin, Haas's driver, is actually an enlisted military member for the Russian army. Really? <laughs> yes, he well, is. Well, it's mandatory. It's, it's not yeah. something he volunteered for. I think Mazepin cannot drive. I don't think he'll be able to drive because they're sanctioning high members of the the Russian economy. And on that list is Mazepin and family members. He was listed? That's from I what I understand. I had a question about that. I wasn't sure if he was <clears throat> going to be actually one of those names on the list or not. I don't think they've released it, <clears throat> but... Surely, all the 37 people who were at that meeting. Yeah, that's so true. So, my guess is Mazepin will be actually blocked from driving. Who would you guys... Who's going to replace him? Well, that's what I was going to ask. Who would you guys put in his seat? There's only one person. Grosjean. No. <laughs> he's going to He's going to be... He's gonna be Grosjean's going to be coming back with Andretti. Could be. That's a whole other topic. All right, no, no, no. In my opinion, it's Hulk. Hulkenberg. Hulkenberg. Nico's super Let's sub. Go. Hulkenberg. Hulk. That's what they call him. The super sub. <laughs> he is the super sub. Uh, yeah, I'd love, I love. I really like Hulkenberg. I think he's got a great personality. He's a good driver. And um, I'd love to see him back on the track in an F1 car. You mentioned Magnussen. I don't think Magnussen would come back. I think he's he's wiped his hands of it and he wants to move on. And he's have he's got a great drive. In, I don't uh, think they would bring anyway. back. Just Magnuson. for this Grosjean year. doesn't want to because he's in the fight for an IndyCar championship yeah. just starting up. He, mm -hmm. I don't think he would want to come back. Now there might be a team like you were saying to to buy out. Yeah, there might be. Like surely oh, yeah. after Rich Energy, and after Ural Kali, uh, I mean Gene Haas has got to be getting. He needs to. Frustrated. He needs to find some stability. There has to be some stability in that team. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that's been lacking. According you know, they have, to have a really rock solid sponsorship that's you know putting you know full commitment to the team. According to uh, Michael Andretti directly, this isn't like some rumor. He said it that he's called uh, Haas like several times over the past two years to to try and buy them out, hmm. and they keep getting blocked. So, are there any other hot cars that you guys are looking at on the F one grid? Um, which one I, looks the best? Um. Reagan can't know. hold it back. She just wants to say Ferrari. Um, I can tell you the one that looks the worst. Which one is that? Alpine. I hate their livery. It's ugly to me. It's Except all, for the, the, the all pink. I like the all the pink. The solid better. pink looks much better. 
but they're only running that in the two races. So. Yeah. What two races? I am actually year. really looking forward to George Russell on Mercedes. I really want to see how oh, good man. he does on a super good team. That seems oh. such a good idea. I can't wait to see him take it. I can't it to wait to see he and Hamilton, Hamilton go at it. I mean, oh yeah, at that last race, when was it? It was Bahrain, the outer loop circuit. I mean, he he was ready to win win that race, his first race oh, with, Mercedes, he with Mercedes, but he subbed in right, because right, I think yeah. Lewis got COVID. Yes, that's correct. And he showed up Bottas immediately. He would have won that race except for the. Uh, there's, I forget what happens. There was some sort of break in the car. Yeah, something happened in the car. I don't remember either. But I think he's going to be on it yeah, right that away. Was, that was his and you know what? Time. These are new cars. Yeah. Lewis doesn't have a, a history with these cars. I mean, he has a history with the team, but they're starting from square one. It's not like George Russell is coming into a car that Lewis has been driving for four years. So I think you're onto something there, Luke. Yeah. Do you guys know who was fastest over the testing, the three-day testing in Barcelona? Who? Mm. I'm asking, you know. Luke's favorite driver. Luke's favorite driver no, from not 2020. Norris? <laughs> Hamilton? No. Yeah, Hamilton. Hamilton on the third day. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. But it's testing and You never nothing. know fuel loads, engine modes, mm-hmm. any of that How stuff. How fast was Russell? I don't know where Russell was, but Russell, I won't be was, surprised. Russell was significantly faster on the first two days than Hamilton. But you don't know what they're trying to do. You just never know what what they're trying to do. Fuel loads or nobody does qualifi- qualification simulations uh, at testing. Yeah. They might do like a really fast sector and then back off for a little bit, so that way they kind of hold their cards close to their chest. There is definitely some reliability issues, though. Who is the favorite? Who's going to win the season? Oh, you guys ignore me. I wanted to be. <laughs> what was your topic? I wasn't, I wasn't ignoring it. <laughs> I want to be Verstappen, but I wouldn't mind it being Russell. I would love to see a well, shakeup and have whoever McLaren wins and Ferrari fight. Luke's going to be say, his biggest fan. I think McLaren and Ferrari have a really good opportunity, you know, to really move up and to be contenders this, you know, this year. I think of all the years since I've been watching, this is the best opportunity they have. Yeah. Now the the whole porpoising issue. I should mm-hmm. have asked you guys what what porpoising. Yeah, that, maybe we should there we change go. it. Uh, yeah. Ooh, I'm We're gonna changing change it. it. We're changing it. The oh, last man. question for the kids. No, let's go ahead. What's what's no, porpoising? No, no, no. Porpoise sounds like a turtle. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, like it sounds like the word turtle. No, it does. That's it tortoise. Does. Oh, tortoise. What's <laughs> <laughs> What school do you go to? <laughs> I think porpoise sounds like the word purple, not the animal turtle. No. Tortoise. It sounds like isn't tortoise. It sounds but like there, isn't there an animal called a porpoise? Yes. Okay. Well, this is an early question for the kids. What is porpoising? No idea. Count me out. First, you got to figure <laughs> out what is a porpoise. Yeah, what is a porpoise? It's an animal. <laughs> okay, what's, what kind of animal? <laughs> Land animal, sea know. animal. Have you ever seen uh, a porpoise? animal. A what? I'm hungry. A porpoise. I'm sorry, I can't uh, help it. So a porpoise, it's like a dolphin, and it, it swims like this, up and down in the water. You'll, yeah. you'll see it kind of come they, up They could be saying the cars down. are dolphining, but it doesn't right. sound as good as porpoising. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, so the cars, it, you know the cars this year have lower downforce on the top of the car. The wings are simpler and smaller, and the top of the barge boards are simpler and all that. They don't have all the arrow bits. But they're bringing back 
what's called a venturi tunnel where they basically channel air in underneath the car in different different vertical slats and it accelerates the air or slows the air down in different ways to literally vacuum the car to the They're ground. They're trying to suction the car down. Yeah. The car and is using really the sides of the, the car to basically act as curtains I wonder to how hold much the g-force there is. When That's related to when you're turning. Not necessarily. I mean, you can have enough downforce to double the weight of the car. That Yo, would be... But that's not something that is really... No, it's not. It's people not don't talk about it. About, or yeah. this, this you, you, you normally just talk of. about total load in terms of pounds. Um, but the porpoising is where if, if you go over a bump or something and, and you get too close to the ground... Hey, you, you house head... Oh no! I'm sh I'm, you're, I'm you're doing Reagan. demonstrations. Yeah. I'm talking Reagan. You're doing demonstrations over okay. here with your hands right. and the people everybody who are listening. Like, everybody imagine my hands squeezing together and pushing the air out in in ways that the teams <laughs> don't want, and you lose your downforce, so you jump back up, and then you get the downforce again, and then you squeeze out the you do it again, and you jump back up, and you your car's doing this. So your car starts bouncing yeah. as you're going down the main straightaways yeah. at those speeds. As long as the car ride height turns. is steady then you'll have good, steady downforce. I feel like we need Gary Anderson here. Luke, you need to be our Gary Anderson to understand all these things. Huh? So how would you fix that, Luke? Uh, you would not go for bumps. Luke. Well, how would you, how would you take Add better bumpiness? suspension. Okay, so there's, that's, yes, but what would you do to the suspension? Mm, soften it a little. Yeah. No. You would stiffen it. No way. You would soften it. No, you would stiffen it. You'd you're trying you'd to get. So you're trying to get the, the the bounce out of the car. You would stiffen wow. the suspension. No, no, you'd yeah. soften it. So that you way, if you soften it, no. If you soften it, then you get more rock and more. No. Rock. Yeah. Well, oh look, my gosh. <laughs> look, if either of us had the right you answer, we'd be on team Mercedes anyway. I know the answer for sure. You have to have stiffen you, it. Have you googled this? No. But it just makes sense. No, it doesn't because yeah, look, it does. if, if you hit a bump and your suspension's really stiff, right, then you'll jump. Gonna... You'll jump anyway, right? If you if you go over, I'm using my hands again. <laughs> no, you want <laughs> to stiffen that if suspension. If you go over a bump and you compress the air, uh, if the if the springs are too soft, you're talking it's... about softening the suspension, which means you're getting more travel. Yeah. No, the, no, that's where the tires I, travel. I know that, but The still, tires are traveling up and down because I understand there's that, more spring. You got to stiffen it. No, I disagree. We're going to have to Google this and come back. Yeah. The, the trick is, honestly, this is actually the million-dollar question for the teams, literally, because they haven't dealt with this since, I think, 80 and 81 or 79 or 78. I think uh, Mario Andretti had, uh, in his Lotus, that was one of the first... Um, what do they call it? Ground effect Ground cars. effects. Mm. So uh, they haven't dealt with this literally in 40 years. Uh, not since the computer age, really. So that's, uh, that's new information for them to try to, to figure out. But that's what porpoising is. Okay. So this is one of those issues of correlation where you're... That's right. I was telling David... Trying so, to get things in the wind tunnel and yeah. trying to understand the aerodynamics, but you just can't always simulate real world right so if you put your car in a wind tunnel loop on a treadmill right what's the problem there mm. are you going to get porpoising no why not because on a treadmill there's no purpose purposely um put bumps that's right there's no bumps so the the car is super steady right so 
that's a bit of a problem. Somebody should come out with a treadmill that can uh, can incorporate bumps. They should actually put um, like small bumps on it. Yeah. But then make holes. Well, look, if you and Reagan design a, a treadmill that can have a dynamic surface, then you'll probably be billionaires. So maybe you should try and yeah, we one. could sell for. Go get a belt sander. Go get a belt sander, <laughs> and you and you put some lumps of stuff underneath it, and you you know try to make your own. Uh, yeah. <laughs> They're pretty intrigued by this idea. But we have. Are to... you trying to Google David whether you should stif stiffen yes. yourself? Yes. Get out of here. We're moving on to the next topic. Did anybody watch IndyCar qualifying today? Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Go Grosjean, Mac. Fourth place. Yeah, we were. IndyCar is just about to kick off. Um, Luke and I were watching the, the practice. Well, I, we were reading about practice. Grosjean took P1 and uh, the first practice. And um, one thing I, I noticed was uh, McLaren was nowhere to be seen in qualifying. It was Penske 1-2 with uh, Scott McLaughlin, which is an amazing feat because, you know, he, got, he basically came out of sports car racing. Do you know what the difference between sports car racing is? It's it's uh, it's not open wheel. They're not like carts or formula cars. They're like NASCARs? he came from uh, NASCARs, Australian Super V8s. Yeah, they're closer to NASCARs, but uh, they're more sport car like like uh, like Le Mans, the LM class. Anyway, he's never really had any single seat time, and after one season, he's already on the pole position for the first race. So that's really good. Sounds like Chevy is going to be pretty competitive because uh, they've got uh, one, two, and then um, Herta and Grosjean were in the Hondas. In, yeah, Hondas in the top. top I never six. saw Rossi. What's he doing? He he, he missed out. He was he got eliminated by one spot to get into the fast twelve. So he's lost his cojones. Yeah, he lost his cojones. So what'd you find out, Dad? What? Oh, you should soften it? Is that what you found? No, no, no. They're saying that, you know, stiffing is definitely one way to address it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, one way to make but it worse. But it creates a problem. Yeah. And then, you know, then you need either to way you look it. at it, you, sure. you have problems sure, you have sure, to deal sure. with. So. Why don't you look it up, Dad? Uh, I don't feel like it. Stiffening is I'll a way to I'll look it go. up. You don't have a phone. One thing. <laughs> I could get my dad's. One thing I mentioned earlier was uh, McLaren was missing in the, the top six. I was looking for a ward to really be at the front this entire season, and I hope this isn't indicative of his whole season because I'd like to see McLaren doing really awesome in IndyCar and F1. For anybody who wasn't paying attention, in the middle of just a random Tuesday, Mario Andretti, Mr. 82-year-old, just tweeted out, hey, we're starting an F1 team in 2024, and everything's been submitted to the FIA. That's not what he's... he's yes, not, it did. It it's, said that they submitted their application. They didn't say we're starting one. Yeah, he said... No, he said their they've got everything ready to go. They've got... Okay. They've well, already they lined start, up an engine yeah. supplier, which has been confirmed as Renault. Uh, I'm not sure that's really a, the best idea. Who are their drivers? Well, Get one Lotus of them would certainly be Herta. They've Lotus already said that. Herda. I'd love that. They've already confirmed uh, Colton Herta would be at least one of the drivers. So 
who would you guys pick as the number two driver? Does Grosjean. he have enough points? Downright Grosjean. Okay. I guess he probably well, would by they can Get over it. Yeah, Grosjean they definitely, is Colton Herta would definitely have enough super points, super license points by 2024. By 2024. Grosjean. Uh, Grosjean is who you would put in? Mm-hmm. I think Grosjean would be a good option just for a one-year deal. Yeah. Just because he's so familiar with F1. and also, he's, already, he's already associated with Andretti. Also, Rossi would be on my list. I don't think Rossi. His experience is too old. He hasn't raced in F1 since 2015. Besides, Grosjean he can't even get into the Fast 6. Ooh. You mean Fast 12. I mean, we can bring up Nico Super Seb Hulkenberg again. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be great. Uh, somebody... In, on one place was just saying that really whoever's just out of a seat in 2024 would be the best option besides Grosjean because they've got experience in these new new cars and Grosjean would not. They'd have experience with porpoising and the lower downforce and all the things that go along with these new cars. I need you guys to pay attention more. Jeepers. I've been trying to spend all my time on this quarter midget. Yeah. Trying to figure it out. I don't David, know about it. Yeah. David My hasn't watched the, the Barcelona I'm Barcelona hungry. practices and testing, and you guys weren't watching an IndyCar or anything. Go give me some chips. Okay, but while y'all are <laughs> sitting on your butt, we're we're going in circles. No, <laughs> <laughs> we're literally running, racing in circles. But we're making progress. Wouldn't you guys be excited for an Andretti F1 team? Yes. I, I think would everybody nice. would be excited. An American team. Finally to have an American team racing under an American flag, hopefully, <laughs> instead of the <laughs> Russian flag. I think it would be amazing. Yeah. I think that would get... Well, you, Haas has not had an American oh, driver, which America. is a huge deal. That's Canada. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. You totally failed it. <laughs> I think Luke is a he's got Canadian he's got red versus maple leaves on his brain today. Yeah, it's true. I I think it would be the coolest thing in the world. Plus, there would be there would be two direct pipelines to and from IndyCar and F1 into F1 with McLaren and Andretti. I think that would be a huge deal. I think to have the Andretti name in F1 would be awesome. That would be the closest. Andre, uh, that would be the closest F1 and IndyCar I've ever been in terms of a bridge across the Atlantic. There's never really been one. Not since the 60s. Here's a, a, a quiz question. Did you know the Indy 500 was part of the F1 World Championship in the 60s? I knew that. You told me once. Yeah. You, if a couple the, times. Aside from the main Grand Prix, uh, F1 listed... I don't remember how many races, but a few other races counted towards the world championship points, and uh, IndyCar was some of those. And they had some European drivers go try to win it, like Jim Clark. But you guys don't hmm. know who that is. Mm-hmm. Jim Clark is is highly regarded as possibly the best F1 driver ever. Is he better than Jeremy Clark? Jeremy Clarkson. Clarkson. <laughs> I don't think Jeremy Clarkson. I don't think he could fit in an F1. He's a gorilla. <laughs> Now, Richard Hammond, he did drive a Renault F1 car. He ro- he drove yeah. Alonso's championship winning F1 car, I believe. He tends to crash things. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I wouldn't trust him in there. <laughs> anyway. Um, Slapping the fat over there. We actually have to, to go before long because yeah. we're going to be doing a hockey night. Uh-huh. Red Wings versus Red Wings F1. versus Maple no, Leafs. Hockey night in Georgia. 
Maple Leafs versus Red Wings. Our two families are coming. And in between all the periods, we're going to have fist fights to really get in the spirit of hockey. Oh, yeah. I'll beat let's, Luke. Let's fist fight with Josh. No, you'd lose. <laughs> no, I do Josh would just eye. sit on you. I knock him out. So uh, I think next episode we'll have to come back with a real good answer on the porpoising. Yeah, you guys need to look up what porpoising are. <laughs> we'll have a, a nice update. And on, what porpoises are in general. Yeah, we want to know from you guys. Reagan literally thought it was a turtle. No, I didn't think it was a turtle. It sounds like the word tortoise, but right. I said turtle. All right, All so right. we're going to talk about Reagan's racing career. It'll probably be a month before we do an episode because you guys or are so lazy. Or a month and a half. Yeah. Lazy, busy. Which means we can talk about F1. probably the first one at F1 race. F1 race. We can talk yeah. about dun, dun, the dun. real car races. There's going to be, uh, there should be an update on the Andretti F1 team because they're pressuring FIA to make a decision within a month, which yeah. doesn't seem... We'll have a, a big update on the whole Russian situation. Oh, gosh. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, we'll know if there'll probably be a new F1 driver for uh, Mazepin. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have fun? Yes. Are right. you guys podcasters? Yes. Uh, I have been for a month. Yeah. Luke's, Luke's doing a great job keeping the Racing Stripes legacy up. <laughs> <laughs> He's only had to wipe his nose three times. Oh, I thought you were talking Today. about the other racing stripes. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Brown's Keeping tight in business. <laughs> All right, Luke. Reagan, Luke, everybody say goodbye. Adios. Goodbye. We'll see you Adios guys next time on Checo. episode three of, what's the name of the show? The Racing Stripes. Racing Stripes. Racing stripes. You gotta practice that one. Adios, Checo. <laughs>